0: De, De Colores Radio. De, De Colores Radio.
1: Hi, bienvenidos. Welcome to <laughs> Bruh, I just started. How you gonna make me laugh already? <laughs>
0: i'm sorry
1: welcome to the colores radio this is episode 38 how is everyone hit
0: you with that 38 Breh! no yes anyways
1: I'm, you're what
0: i'm lit early i am also a lit
1: early sponsored by d petty um
0: Shout out to d- petty, <laughs> Shout out to everyone on the Instagram live. Uh,
1: Yes, that has been um, rocking with us for like an hour.
0: Yes, if you listen to the podcast and you don't follow us on Instagram... To peep our Instagram live, you're missing out. You because are,
1: because you get the inside scoop, our mess, if we've yeah. had UTIs Lire. before.
0: Oh, my God. Those Lire <laughs>
1: Lire before.
0: Yeah, you get a lot of behind-the-scenes. Way too if, much. Uh, yeah. Probably too much. But yeah.
1: um, you also get to help shape the episode a little bit.
0: That might be a good thing, though, because they'd be like, Ooh, I can't mess with that alone mm-hmm. after this.
1: Yeah, mm, that's true. But they'll still want yeah. to. They're still that's around. Like, yeah, our no, listeners are still sorry, uh, sorry, on I'm that sure. live feed. So we are at 8. Episode, wow, 30,
0: That's 38. That's how you This is going to be a good one, you We
1: all had like a shot already. And a, sh- a shot. And we've had a couple she,
0: glasses. She's being conservative.
1: I'm being conservative because I'm in Texas. Okay, Ted Cruz. Um, I hope everyone's doing well. As always, we are grateful to you all for tuning in. I'm your host, Eva Arraguin. And with me is... <laughs> my co-hostest with the mostest did that work rafael tamayo i
2: think they heard it on jefferson
1: oh they did. La, it probably was yeah. that's where he was Deco inspired Lourdes
0: runs jefferson just la don't jefferson. ask like la michocana or the paleteria or like bro i'm kind of sad
1: there's a new paleteria right a right a door down from True. la fruteria that was one of our brown businesses of the week yeah it feels rude and they got loud obnoxious music
0: they do. I'm not going to hate.
1: I'm going to hate because I just feel like, bro, there's a whole Neveria. Neve- you hear me?
0: Oh, yeah. It's a, mafia. a door
1: down. But I'm it's also hate. La Michoacana. So I can't br- hate them because Michoacan.
0: I'm not going to hate because they brought <laughs> us these coupons. Bruh, <laughs> how many
1: are those?
0: Like. What
1: are they? Can many? I have some? Yeah. What kind? No. Here, don't sub- you can have one. Don't oh, oh <laughs> stingy! I don't need your uh, nasty Michoacana. Uh,
0: <laughs> Michoacana.
1: Michoacana.
0: <laughs> it's like for dollar paleta, no. or awas.
1: It's too cheap for my blood. Oh. Just kidding. I. So,
0: do you have something against the people of Michoacan?
1: I literally, my whole family's from there, so no. Oh, well. Okay. I wouldn't be here if Michoacan was not a thing. Okay. So. Viva Michoacán, am I right? Yes. Anyways, I'm so glad that Mercury's out of reggaeton. <laughs> he choked. But now I feel like I'm a little tired. Like I've been through it and I need some help. Okay. I need some words of advice. All right. And I want to give our listeners <clears throat> an insight into our personal energy, <laughs> into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for Meme Mood. <laughs> I was waiting for you to go. Go, Rocky. Oh,
0: okay. I thought we had like a little sound effect that was going to... Oh, wait. I'm the sound effect guy. You are the sound effect yeah. guy. Um, so, y'all remember last time my meme mood was the home young home girl that was doing the little magic the trick. The
1: young home girl.
0: Yeah. She was doing a little magic trick, she right? She was. It was a good one. So, you know the challenge... I don't know what the challenge is right now and I'm a little lit to recall, but you know the one with they're doing the little thing Yes, with the that eye?
1: is the thing.
0: So, like they're... With they're, the fingers. Right. But is it
1: like the whole... Like the back in the day when <clears> you used to make someone look at the hole? And then they'd be like gotcha Or is this a whole other thing It's kind
0: of but it's different Okay Because that's uh, that's a game And it has to be like below the waist And all this other stuff Right I remember that But this one is like you hold it up a certain way And then you hold it up to your eye And it looks different Uh So you switch up the position of your hand so there's like a meme going around of like, I guess they're like at a house party or just a gathering of family and everyone's like taking turns doing it. One guy does like the weird, like Mexican perdon version oh my God. and then it gets to this little girl and it, I don't think oh, it's the I same think one. I, it honestly looks like it the same girl. It does look like her, but she does it, does the regular <laughs> one and then she switches it up and then, like, flips <laughs> off the camera. She <laughs>
1: does. It's a good yeah, one. I perfect. feel like now I'm starting to wonder if I was that little girl when I was a kid because I used to curse and they put soap in my mouth. She cursed at me. Well, it's because back up getting on my <laughs> nerves. But right,
0: Why are you trying to act all sad? Hold in, hold, uh, that,
1: that was what hold I was in, for. Uh, that is a whole 20-year-old 20 20 year grudges. Yeah, 20-year-old <laughs> I'm old so good. sad about it. Remember
0: 20 years ago when you... <laughs> she called me, me a up. stupid
1: ass. <laughs> okay first of all first of all when i yeah, think of that bunny. didn't
0: you call her a winch
1: no yeah she did like a couple weeks ago yeah. she, she you called a me a bee. <laughs> anyways that's an inside video i will share it one day if y'all really want to see it it's so dumb and i love it but i used to be bad and curse when i was a kid and then i didn't curse for like 10 years 20 years because i went to catholic school and they scared me and then now i have a filthy mouth again so fuck yeah um <laughs> sorry go. <Hi>, um <laughs> that's a great me mood i kind of wish it was mine i didn't pick a me mood but i feel like the only thing i saw today that really stuck with me was a video of pennywise <clears throat> like somebody dressed as pennywise dancing
0: oh <laughs> Okay. And
1: he's like getting it, and the song's really good in the background. I think I met also oh, like
0: a, not the dance that he does in the in the no, it's oh, like okay. a lit
1: dance, and he's like working it, and oh, okay. so I'm like I feel that, that. Like, that's boogie. a good no, not that okay. one. Penny that would have made it that yeah. would have made it a lot better. Yeah. But it was a an interesting little video that I am going to say is my me mood. I <laughs> hate oh. you
0: so much, Marquitos So we're still on Instagram Live, but I did not have
1: that. The bad kid that had a coke in his hand. So
0: our homie, will you be my friend? Marcos just said, Eva had silver teeth when she was and a kid." And y'all
1: know, y'all know that means that kid was bad. The Actually, silver teeth what, kid I was bad the silver teeth i was a good kid i ate a lot of tamarindo and candy after they put little. that soap in my mouth i was not a terrible person anymore because i was my mom made me eat the soap she made me bite it she said like bite it and then i sl- fell asleep on the tile cold floor crying you
0: sure it wasn't like silver polish shut the fuck <laughs>
1: it was pat she had a whole silver tooth it was not me. Mm-hmm. I was and not then, the bad that's why kid with like chew-
2: five That's why I stopped chewing the gumballs because when we went roller skating, I chewed bit into one and my silver tooth thing <gasps> fell out. And Ew. I got scared and I thought my tooth fell out. The
1: cap fell off? The cap fell off. Damn. That, you got some jacked up dentistry happening.
0: <laughs> or. Yeah. Or that you gumball got, You got a strong mouth <laughs>
1: What that mouth do Am I right We have got that question On our dear Eva We'll talk about later Um I did have Lucas In my palms You're actually dragging The shit out of me Cause that's actually Who I was But I was not The bad kid Who had silver teeth I love that meme though Cause that's like Every Latino party There's that bad Bad kid who does not listen. He goes into your room True. and steals
0: your shit. Sorry, it's you a little warm. You bought a
1: van, really? It's
0: a little warm.
1: An American van?
0: The, we're in the United oh, States of America. Whatever.
1: They are always bad as hell. Um, anyways, um, my meme mood is that weird Pennywise video I'm talking about. Um, but last episode, we had the amazing Shanice and Ashley of Electric Kitchen stop by and visit us. Um, I feel like I say <clears throat> this every time. But that was one of my favorite interviews ever. Like, we literally... Y'all didn't even get the full interview.
0: Y'all got most True. of it. We'll do some... We should release, like, some bloopers or some behind-the-scenes sure. footage. Or, we should. We definitely sound. should. Yeah.
1: But, like, we kept talking to them even after we were recording, y'all. That's how much we love yeah. them. Like, they're so magnificent and That's, lovely.
0: We were in a really lucky position to be able to say, like, we really... Like, we honestly and and, like... Truth to heart, we enjoy the interviews that we do. For real. Like, I'm always like, oh, that's my
1: favorite one. But I'm like, I'm lying. Like, I love being able to learn about different people and learn their stories and, like, them open up to us. And it's just really awesome. And I'm hoping to bring another guest in to close off our orgullex series um however if i'm not able to i promise this person will still be interviewed soon um we had a really great time with gray space the art show which we'll talk more about later um and now we can jump into our favorite segment you okay rafa
0: yes what's the segment called please it's
1: called el Jugito.
0: oh the thank juice you. thank you
1: el jugo <laughs> <laughs> oh, i
0: here. think
1: it's so amazing that that's the thing that does it for you of all the things we talk about el jugo
0: Ah, uh, i just don't know what it is i
1: don't either i'm trying to figure it out uh, anyways um gato this is the juice where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, etc. So, what y'all think I'm going to cover first, Henny?
0: You better go, go ahead.
1: I have purposely avoided covering this for a while because I wanted to give us a break because I think I'm exhausted of hearing about this monster every damn day of my life. <laughs> I know y'all are. I know y'all know how much I hate him. It's part of my personal brand. Um, but this news yesterday was kind of funny. Uh, basically, what had happened was <laughs> that basically this motherfucker is going down. We already knew this was going to happen. We've been waiting. I've been looking forward to this day. It cannot happen fast enough. But Cohen, Trump's lawyer, pleaded guilty. And Manafort, these are the most, I can't even with the names. Yeah. Manafort also was counted. What is it, How Do you say this? Can, what? I love Deep Eddie. Um, <laughs> he was found guilty on eight out eight, of 18. Eight counts. Eight counts.
0: Out of 10 counts.
1: I should have watched the Law Other- and Order so I could sound better at
0: Bum, bum. Bum, bum. The, the Netflix tweet. <laughs> where it's oh, like yes. Oh, loud ass. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> I'd be trying like, to watch like, it. like, bum, bum. <laughs> like, bruh. Like the
1: Netflix sound is a Law and Order's. Uh, Sounds, son. It's like da dun. <laughs> Anyways, I'm so sorry if that doesn't make the other, sense.
0: The other ten were were like uh, declared a mistrial by the judge.
1: Okay, you can expand on this. You listen to more NPR than me.
0: <laughs> I don't listen to NPR.
1: Yes, you do. National Public Radio. Let's go. Shout out
0: to Texas Standard. Me too. Town.
1: I listen, but you listen much more than I do.
0: Eighteen counts, he was found guilty on eight counts, and then the other ten were declared a mistrial, which he could be tried for again and I believe September or October.
1: Great. And Manafort was just another homie on the team. Yeah. For like our terms. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. And so then whenever Trump was out, like, campaigning, I think, last night somewhere, and he just acted aloof AF, and then he was just like, oh, poor Manafort, that has nothing to do with me, and he said absolutely nothing about his lawyer, and his lawyer, what did he say, he tweeted something? Yeah,
0: he was like, if you're looking for a lawyer, do not (gasps) hire.
1: (laughs) No he didn't He did I did not see that He tweeted that Oh but there's so much like, I can't even keep up That's what up. I'm
0: saying That's what. That's how ridiculous It's gotten It's like you can't even Keep track I can't. of like who I host a
1: whole podcast And I can't, like, can't even
0: bruh, keep up It's if, if, if you follow the news Religiously You'll still lose track Because you tweet Off the deep end And we can't keep track of Ooh. What is going on In our country
1: My goodness So that's happening I'm really excited <clears throat> That Mueller is moving along With his little journey I keep saying he needs Needs bruh, to move speed it up, but bruh. honestly, if he's gonna take this long and drag the fuck of these fools out, that's fine. Like, just get them. Just is it get gonna, all their bullshit?
0: Is it gonna take like six more years? Cause
1: I feel like if we got to the lawyer, we're not far from the fool because that's a pretty close
0: degree but see i feel like we've been having those kind of conversations before this man was elected
1: right and i think all of this just proves still how richness and whiteness and privilege works and that like he hasn't already been kicked out right away but what i mean it's not surprising like that's how the system was built of course it's going to help them and they get to be there longer literally ruining and undoing every single justice that Kind of happen in this country because we obviously yeah. don't have much of it. But it's like, what comes next? What happens next after we get them all out? Or who are we going to be left with? Like, that's what scares me, also. Because I'm like, that's cool. I can't wait for this motherfucker to
0: leave. Please. But the fact that
1: we got to that point and the fact that it's we're going to have to undo yeah, uh, all of Netflix, that. Netflix,
0: if you don't commission somebody to do a series out of bruh, this, they bruh. already <laughs>
1: got Shonda Rhymes on it, probably. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, anyways, did you, did you see the meme of the, the book of that the Hillary Clinton book?
1: No, what is it? Where it's say? like
0: something bitches uh, and she's sipping like some tea and she's like, I, uh, something like I told you so." Oh
1: my god, she yeah, got some problems weird. too. Anyways, yeah. so in more political news, since I know y'all totally love that. No, I actually do. I think I'm just exhausted because it feels like we're living in an alternate reality, and it's unfortunately not. It's real life. Um, so a new poll in the. Shows that Ted Cruz is only four points ahead of Bethel O'Rourke. I don't four feel like points. we've gotten into Bethel that much. Ding. <laughs> Jesus. And I think it's by choice. I think I'm just tired. And like I don't trust anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I see your good intentions. And I'm definitely not voting for Ted. I think I've said that before. But like when people start trying too hard, I get real suspicious too. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Um, it makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, because I think for a lot of us, we hear Beto and it's one thing. And then we see Beto and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. So I think from the jump, we're already like, okay.
1: Right. If I you're like us, if you're critical thinkers. Yeah, like,
0: I don't know about this. And then when, you know, <clears throat> someone from North Dallas has a Beto sign in their yard and they say some really slick shit to you when you're parking on a public street. <laughs> Yikes. I'm like, okay, I'm associating your attitude with Beto.
1: Right. And that makes sense.
0: Those kinds of experiences make you really question. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think anyone trusts a politician. But right. we, it, it's always one of those go with the lesser of two evil kind of thing right and
1: i feel like we might have talked about that already and that kind of sucks but like it's pretty cool to see like i saw this video my sister Susie shout out is like she's been like pushing beto on us for a minute and she shared this video where they asked him like how do you feel about people about the nfl players kneeling and like the guy kind of sounded like a dimwit to me that asked but it's like that's fine you know ask how you have to boo um so then Bethel answered it fairly eloquently. I obviously have criticisms because I analyze literally everything I ever hear in my ear holes always forever. Um, but basically, he answered it nicely and said, like, it's one of the most American things to do is to to be able to protest, which I thought was a fair answer. And it's so sad that, like, I'm so mistrusting and the government has, like, screwed us over so many times that, like... It's a big deal when they answer with something so simple as that and like bringing up Rosa Parks and all these other protests that were like nonviolent. And he kept saying nonviolent. And I'm like, bruh, right. even that to me, I'm like, obviously, I'm very on the radical end. So I'm like, nonviolence doesn't always
0: work. Well, and that's the thing, like you say that, you know, you, you're on the radical end. And when you really look at the spectrum, like. It shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't,
1: like, but I'm seen
0: as radical. Exactly. And like, even my
1: views on this podcast are radical.
0: If you've kept in tune to what like the political landscape has been that game has always been one of those what can i say to gain the people's trust right and then when i get in office how do i really hold up right and so
1: i think because we're in texas and we are a super red state it's such a big deal to see someone like this getting so much ammo basically yeah um which also lupe valdez is in the race but it's like i don't know like i've heard about her obviously here and there but like Mm -hmm. Beto's the one you've been hearing because he's been campaigning about, yeah. for a long time. And he's really been in every corner of every city, it seems
0: like, here right. in Texas.
1: Um, so I know Ted Cruz is over there all nervous, getting nervous.
0: Um, <laughs> he, he naturally looks nervous. He like does, That's his look. <laughs> but
1: it's really funny because he really thought like he didn't have to do nothing. And like now he's like, oh, shit,
0: this is not a game. We're still a few months away. I just think it's funny to look at someone like Ted...
1: Rafael Cruz. Yeah,
0: let's not bring him his name. Ted and Beto. Right. It's just like. It's we comical. It. It's we, comical. You know what's going on here. Well,
1: and it's funny because, right, this white dude named Beto uh, is not named Beto, yeah. but he's using that to his advantage because he and grew up in Latino El Paso. Named Ted who's and an not actual named Ted. white Latino named Rafael goes by Ted because they yeah. both want to be seen as something they're not. Basically, because that's how this country works. So they want to use it to their benefit. Woo. Gotta love it. So uh, we'll see what happens come November, but um, should be interesting for Texas, y'all. Uh, the next story, which I am glad to say, I kind of know this person who wrote it. Uh, shout out to Obed Manuel. Um, he covered a really important story that a lot of people who live in these areas, and even if you don't, you know this already, but he brought it more to the light and actually made the front page of the newspaper. I don't know if you saw it, Rafa. I did not. It was basically covering the Dallas food swamps, which we've heard of food deserts, which is essentially where they don't have access to lots of healthy foods. But the food swamp is apparently a new terminology that is talking about um, how basically like convenience stores and fast food outweigh the amount of food in an mm, area compared to healthy food options, which is basically, in my opinion, most of DFW with brown and black people. So this article really goes in depth and discusses um, how these areas highly are populated by black and brown communities and thus lead to having higher rates of diabetes and stuff like that. Um, So I feel like we've probably discussed this already. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should have. And again, I reiterate this a million times that all these things are on purpose. There are reasons why our communities have higher rates of these diseases. There's reasons why we die faster. There's reasons why this is how it is um i kind of knew about it and i studied it a little bit in school but it made a world of a difference when i lived in denton county for Mm -hmm. for college and they got that fancy kroger with all the vegetables so fresh produce and right after i moved back home i couldn't even find kale in my kroger yeah And like, I'm not saying that to be funny, but like dead ass, that was really sad to me because I was like, kale is like a big deal right now. Like, I really thought I would find it in my local Grand Prairie Kroger. And that time I went, it wasn't there. And I was like, that's so sad. Like we had the most minimal of fruits and veggies. Um, And so that was the first time it like slapped me right in the face because at the Kroger in Denton, which is a predominantly white city, um, fancy they even redid the kroger it was already nice but they redid it expanded it you got a whole new fruit and veggie section with the cute little water sprayers you know all the works and i went to my grand prairie kroger it got shot up like a month later no like i'm not kidding and um i couldn't find kale there so i had to start going to the other grand prairie kroger and i think they have it now but i was like yo that's when it really hit me in the face that like no these things are systemic they are not trying to give healthy foods to these communities um so i'm really glad to see that this made the front page of the dallas morning news because it's not obviously just a local issue this is definitely national and obviously probably worldwide um so yeah I don't know if you have any thoughts on that.
0: Well, no. I mean, we we have talked about this before. It's a big deal here in Dallas, especially um, when you look at things like food scarcity in the communities that that are that make up this city. Um, and so, what you talk about, you know, in terms of your experience in Grand Prairie, is felt throughout every corner of Dallas. When you look at you know accessibility and you know our black and brown communities right. and household income numbers based on, you know, like what, what they can go get, you know, something that's packed with, you know, perishable items or, you know, canned whatever. Right. All these things that
1: sodium and it's really bad for you. And, and,
0: and these things, and it's really difficult to just get something fresh. And a lot of it, so, you know, it, it becomes such a saturated environment in terms of what, is being fed to these communities that yeah, of course if if one day you wake up and you're presented with these fresh vegetables and fresh food options, you don't know what to do because you you've don't. been fed something for so long.
1: And our taste was in our whole immune system and everything is already built and used Right, to And
0: so that and, and so crap. that that's where the argument on the corporate side is like, well, you know, this this doesn't work in these you know, particular areas or communities right. because of this. But it's like, no, it, the, the, there's a bigger problem. And, you know, we, we're we educating ourselves. We understand what's really going on.
1: Right. And and, and, uh, and that's where now I feel like where there's a good <clears throat> influx of that now. But I know right. I spoke with Ashley and Shanice about it because they obviously need these fruits and veggies for their plant-based foods because they're vegans. They have this whole, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of laughed and joked about it, but we were like, oh my God, that's really sad because we mm-hmm. both live like kind of Oak Cliff West Dallas ish area now. Mm -hmm. And we both joked about having to go to the bougie Kroger across town over in Oak lawn because the Kroger here does not have good produce. And like, that's still the same thing I was talking about yeah. when I lived in Grand Prairie. Like, I literally have to go 10, 15 minutes away to the more wealthy part of Dallas to get, some, yeah, the Dallas to is get part, yeah. better fruits For and sure. vegetables because it's yeah. not accessible in Oak Cliff.
0: The thing is, there's, there, there is a lot of groups and organizations and people working hard there to, are. There to, are. To, to change that. Um, and no disrespect to them by not shouting them out or mentioning them. But um, it is an uphill battle. It, it is. It I is. think we
1: can shout out like it doesn't Pan African Connection do like the free? Is it them right. that does the free fruits yeah, and veggies on the weekends? Shout
0: out to, to uh, the homegirl Clarice. Uh, a lot of people. There's actually a few people out in uh, West Dallas. I'm, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm blanking I'm on the blanking. name right now, but um, there's people
1: doing stuff about it. But honestly, to me, it's always the people in the community. It's never like the. political people that should not be allowing this to happen to begin with but we already knew that um so we'll move on that topic um this story is sad and i actually don't think we talk about the environment enough on this show and we should uh because if we don't have one we'll like all die um so apparently the arctic's oldest and thickest sea ice Broke for the first time in history, so that's thickest. I'm sorry, I'm being an animal. Um, I saw the story, and I was like, bruh, and like all the tweets surrounding it were like, yep, we' are, we're gonna die. Um, so this is really scary because we obviously like do not take care of our planet enough, and it's very telling of how we are as like a society as humans and how little we give a rat's ass about this, but like... If Trump doesn't kill us, this might. It's um, like water's become a capitalistic thing. It is. It absolutely is. As soon as we start bottling it, like, you can't run away it's from really that. sad. Yeah. A this lot of... I've actually just been reading
2: up on it. That's why I, I brought that up, because I've been doing a lot of research. Some lady came in from the water department to the library and asked about what books we had, and then we had stuff on how much corporate companies own the water and how, like, even your cell phone has water they use like pure like purified clean water to make your phones
0: really mm-hmm. well why when i dropped my phone in Did it a still
2: pool fuck up? i don't know that must have been because somebody tried to drop it multiple times in a pool but yeah mm-hmm. so um i'm, to I'm gonna, do gonna do say research. shout out sorry pat what were you saying i was just saying do some research on it
1: shout out to miguel one of our listeners and he sent us some goodies um but he was doing like the whole environmental choosy chick choosy chick shout out um he did the Environmental July, I believe it was no, no Use Plastic July, and he was posting a lot of really interesting stuff that I had never considered. But he basically shared with me that companies purposely branded to make black and brown people use more bottled waters, like Nestle. Don't yes, sp- like, like all those all companies the ones taking all the money from Flint water from Flint. All those companies, everything's crooked. Everything is super shady. They're taking water from from areas that need it and then they brand it for us everything's screwed up and i'm sorry to say that like we're not helping this environment and so um i'd like to leave you with some hope but maybe freaking recycle at very least folks try to lessen your carbon footprint because this world's not going to last very long if we can't take care of the environment and love on it and be grateful for it and treat it nice you know the whole don't mess with texas campaign like Reamp it in your whole life, Rafa. I know you have some work to do. What are your thoughts? <laughs> You're giving me a look. Am I a little bit?
0: I I, I mean, it's because I'm
2: burning him with my eyes. Why? Because I know you don't recycle
0: that often. I don't, I don't recycle that often, but I feel like I do a lot. I do enough. I do care about the environment, and water is very important. I just, I don't want to be really sad. Can we just talk about going to Tropicalia?
1: No. Oh, shut up. That's another problem because they're oh, sponsored by trash. Yes. Is it? They're taking water from the But that's what I'm it? saying.
0: It so, economy. like, at the end of the day, when we talk about our actions and how they really trickle down, what is it that we're really doing other than talking about it? Right. Yes, we understand the significance of something like that, but what lengths are we willing to go to? Because we're going to get to a point where we're like, oh, shit. We talked about this this entire time, and now we're fucked.
1: But I that's what I'm saying—at very least you should be recycling. I think those are the—that's minimum, especially in cities that provide you with a whole recycling box and have a whole recycling pickup. Like that is the bare minimum of what we should do. And I know there's a lot of people that have been doing like the what's the word where they do like um, certain kind of
0: clothes you should wear recycling and, th- and yes. all that. Yeah, and, and and I'm not like. I'm not saying that I completely like don't care. I do. I do a lot I've of upcycling. I've never heard you
1: care about environment. Systems. No,
0: I do. But well, I'm, I'm glad. No, I'm not one to shout it out from the rooftops and be like, hey, I'm doing this and y'all need to know that I'm doing this so that right. I can no, get some No, I'm not props. saying to do that. I don't that. do things for selfish reasons. I understand the significance of it. So yes, me, my family, we upcycle and recycle and I don't know how many... Pounds of metal and aluminum And all kinds Like you ask any Mexican family They collect cans
1: And I think honestly When I think of like Our people How long
0: have you known me And I've not been using straws When y'all got up on that Like a few months ago
1: okay but also what do you say every time we joke about it that's what we're talking about because that's what I
0: say what I do is something completely right but what I do is completely different well
1: great lovely beautiful
0: and that's what and so like that's my thing at the end of the day it's like all right, we can joke and we can laugh but when we talk about the things about being significant when it comes to like really making our world a better place not us here in this room but as a society like let's not just send a tweet out or let's not just buy a shirt because it helps out whoever like really put in some work like you don't have to flaunt it i don't care if if you're doing it or not but if you really care about what you're what you're gonna do and leave for the people after you then you'll just do it
1: for sure and i think that's where our people i mean not even just our like latino community but like people in general humans we've gotten so greedy and selfish and caught up in our own worlds that we are not realizing how damaging we are to it yeah and so people are like oh i would i don't want my kids to do this because they'll believe in this and i'm like bro we ain't gonna have a world if you don't recycle or something do something and it's not about just talking about it with any of these issues that we've been talking about for almost two years now it's literally about doing something about it like actually actively talking to people to change and making a difference with any of these issues because we will actually not be here if we don't like this place would this this itself the arctic's oldest little sea ice saying like fam i'm out like i'm breaking same
0: mood me mood true the last ice area
1: that's so sad
0: that's what it's literally referred to the last ice area
1: (sighs) oh good god all right, so now we can move to brighter news. Please. Hi, welcome to our first fight. Hi. Uh, it wasn't really a fight. It's just because it nice. he does an inside joke, and so that's what Pat I do. I, I were, do always joke about- You do that about, all the time, I do, and so that was I the first joke time about, switched like, up on us. Our,
0: well, no, and I, make the, and I make a lot of jokes, and y'all know that, but a lot of the times, my I feel like my actions don't necessarily reflect the things that I say. Right. I like to get under people's skin to a degree. I'm not like this big-time King. troll. Yeah, ding. <laughs> but but like I would make a joke about how our the generations that come after us will will have to deal with the problem and they'll be smart enough to figure it out and like I don't really care. But he said
1: it every time, so me I and Pat do, were like confused. I always
0: say it. And so like to me, yes, I'm able to make that joke because I understand that my actions are not really screwing everything up. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm being proactive, and my friends and my family, at least, have the decency to to like understand the consequences of their actions enough to change a little bit, and really care about what we're, what we're leaving behind. Well, great.
1: I'm glad that that's not really what you're doing. You're trolling too good sometimes. Um,
0: I'm like an actor.
1: Are you like an actor? Like. Did you like? Were you like in a mime show or like a <laughs> famous Chicano <laughs> film named Selena?
0: Never heard of it. Can
1: you believe? Uh, so um, one small rapper we quickly covered
0: last episode. Small rapper.
1: Small little rapper decided to make an appearance. I thought this was really cool. Um, J, what's his name
0: oh now all of a sudden Jermaine. jermaine cole j cole <laughs> young simba okay do y'all
1: have to do this every, every time every time every
0: single time pat
1: he came out to 40 cliff which is a recently opened new like community center that's been doing really cool dope things so shout out to them And I heard that there was, like, a petition to make him stop by their, like, school giveaway event.
0: Right. After he...
1: Did the shout-out or was it before? Okay. Well... I thought it was before. No? Because the concert... His concert was that night. Right. So, basically, what happened was he came through. Like, J. Cole came to this park... And was saying hi to all the people. And he also apparently stayed to the very end. And said hi to everyone and took pictures with everyone. And he also donated school supplies.
0: That's really cool. The, you know they asked Kendrick too when he stopped. And he said Shut no. Shut the
1: hell up. He did <laughs> not. That was like in March. do not bring Kendrick into this. And I still don't want to talk about him. Because he defended xxx Tend to rest in peace. Uh, anyways. I thought that was really cool. I'm. I feel funny because like. I think I like him as a person more than I like him as a rapper. Yeah. Kind of like how I feel about LeBron with basketball. (laughs) And I cannot not. You like
0: LeBron as a basketball player?
1: I think he's great, a basketball player, but he's not my favorite.
0: You don't think he's. But I
1: think he's. I like him more as a human being. I said that last episode, bruh. Listen to the podcast, will you? anyways I must have missed that oh my god yes you literally agreed with me and said you felt the same way no no
0: no 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 no! I didn't say that no I would never have said that about LeBron LeBron I I ooh, I always go back to LeBron being a linebacker who's got the speed you said that yeah he is an amazing and I said I
1: love him as a human more than I love him as a basketball player
0: Right, but I thought what you were saying now is that he wasn't a very good person. No, player. I didn't
1: say that. I just said I love him as a human more than as whatever they're professionally known for.
0: Right. So are you saying that you like J. Cole as a person human rather than more being... than as a rapper. But you think he's a talented rapper? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> Although some of what Shay says is kinda true. <laughs>
0: i muted shay so i don't hear
1: oh he shots fired and he put it on the podcast should sorry. we ask rafa why sorry he's shay. hurt he's hurt even I am though we brought him to our one
0: year yeah <laughs> i'm hurt if y'all want to know ho- why Ooh, let better, us know yeah for real i i hold grudges bruh
1: no you don't I you do. literally do not i, do I hold could drag grudges. you anyways so we had a f- i've said anyway so many times y'all don't let me say it anymore. <laughs> We went to... We were invited to a fun little situation. We were asked to go to the Women Texas Film Festival. Is that what it's called? Women in Texas? Women in Texas? And we were like, ooh, we like the movies or whatever. (laughs) So we were... um, We got cute little passes. And we only went to one film because we have busy lives. And I... Really enjoyed it more than I thought I would have. Yeah. How did was, you feel?
0: Um, I think we, we briefly talked about it. And uh, I did enjoy the film and the message it portrayed. Because it had a lot of important themes. Right. Like as a film, it wasn't one of those, oh my goodness, it's one of the greatest films of all time.
1: Right. And I think there's an understanding to that. So the movie was called Rich Kids. And it's basically about a lot of like... um Black and Latino kids, predominantly Latino kids, in a community that's a poor barrio, right? And you just kind of follow them for a day, yeah, on an adventure. And so it was
0: really cool because like they don't specify where it where like where it's set, right? So like you could literally take a shot and be like, oh, well, this is a, a hood in Houston, mm-hmm. it's a hood in Dallas, it's a hood, you know, in on the east east coast, west coast. Southwest, whatever you know something right. weird, but um, I think there's themes woven into the story that kind of transcend like the specifics of of what you kind of look for in traditional movies, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, and so that's what my biggest takeaway was right really this is like an that.
1: indie film, so it's not like what you it's not like. Major motion picture, all everything, quality everything. It's like quality, right. great little indie film, especially for me. Like local Texas films. I'm very yeah. snobby, obviously, when it and, comes to that shit.
0: And it won best film at the at the f- film at festival the, at
1: the film festival. So I'm glad we watched the right one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but there were so many themes. I was like, I felt attacked because one of the characters, <laughs> like, and I felt like Pat and Rafa were like this binge. Yeah. Because I we had the we got to meet the main actress and I believe her name is Michelle and she was really sweet. Shout out. If you're listening, girl, Hey, um, but I loved her character because I was just like at me. Yeah. Um, the first line she says is like something, something like, Oh, you're sexism. And I was like,
0: yeah. oops, It was very Eva.
1: And I was like, no, like, that's (laughs) not me. Who would say that? And I was just like, it was so cool to see, like, this brown girl who's, like, really nerdy and really into school and wanting to succeed and wanting to, like, become something bigger than what her community says she is. And so that was really cool. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with being from your community, and that's the only part, but she's young, so she's going to learn later.
0: But it's cool to see that.
1: It's so cool to see that. And like to see like this young boy that has a crush on her and they were like in touch with their sexuality, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. And I totally did not identify with in high school because I was, came from a Catholic school and I was like, "Hmm, I'm Mother Mary. Um, (laughs) But it was so great to see this and see these different characters that like we knew someone like every single Uh, character in that film. Yeah, for sure. Whether it was like the cholo hood, hood dude that like sold stuff and stole, or it was the young kind of hoe girl but that's like sweet and cute but she does a lot or they really really takes a stand yes absolutely has her own um views and opinions and lifestyle and then the young like quiet nerdy girl and then like the weird kid that nobody understands like everything it just yeah. has it just had such a nice blend it was so refreshing and i was like laughing and i just felt a lot of things and i was like cool um
0: I think throughout the whole movie, like, we kept on, like, smirking. Yes, and, like, we were. Saying, like, oh, you know, I'm making these little jokes because we connected with it in we these did. ways. Like, oh, snap, you know.
1: It was nice. Like, that's literally what representation is about, where yeah. it's like, you're so shook because you're actually like, oh. I know that oh or even whenever he showed the sneakers (laughs) yeah and the guy says like oh these are special edition blah 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 and i'm like no they're not i was like what the (laughs) fuck up let this poor boy think he got special edition kicks true um so it was just really cool to see that i obviously and i'm not trying to be like harshly critical but like i'm still glad these films are being made it did have a white um, woman director which made me feel a little bit weird um but i obviously still prefer for these stories to be made and i think she still did it in a really nice right. job. And she
0: she spoke, and so the we there was a Q and A afterwards where she was there and some of the cast members, mm-hmm. and she shared some of like her insight in terms of like her the connection, yeah, in terms of making the film, and so that was really cool to hear too because, you know, I think we're we're always a little skeptical, exactly, and so I think listening to that and kind of hearing her take on on creating this this production right. was was really cool.
1: Right. And I think not just with this film but with many when there's um for me now when there's any kind of white director behind a film about people of color i'm very very hesitant and i think uh, they should just be very weary of becoming the white savior because it quickly becomes that and i think if you have predominantly latino women um, involved make sure to have latino and latina women involved in the making of the film um so that was one of my only critiques i suppose because that's just who i am and that's kind of the field i'm in so i'm like why am i not in there um but i know it's not that that easy to just bring people on all the time but like i think you should try your hardest to do so especially if you have that power and privilege to be able to be directing something like that um still a really great well done film i would like to um Maybe, I would love to screen something like that here one day, honestly. That'd be really cool. Like, I thought it was really a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. Um, we talked about something else, which is kind of harsh, and we don't have to, where it's just like, it's always interesting seeing this art that has a specific script and a specific like goal, mm. and then the artist behind it like mm. not always aligned yeah, with their tough. character and or what the movie's themes are. And that's beyond just this film. But like when you hear people's voices outside, (coughs) excuse me, it always, it almost takes away.
0: It does. And I think that's, you know, it's one of those, uh, like, I don't even know what to call it, but um, you take away so much from a film and then you hear someone's take on it. And then it's almost like, I'm going to take your word in the film more than, than your personal, like real life. Right. Take on it. Um, Because some of the things that some of the, you know actors had shared um, made me question like well are you really just trying right. to play or your even cards just to u- have a or even just pool.
1: using the terminology hispanic to self-identify already this is going to sound maybe super like academic or whatever elitist thing but it already tells me where you are politically right.
0: and so and so and so to me it's like i'm taking it as one of those are you saying that because you're gauging where you are like you're you're at a, a
1: predominantly white
0: right white women's Texas threat. film festival. Is that what you're saying? Are you catering to an audience? Are you saying those things because you're really trying to leverage whatever it is that? the The production is is presenting versus what you're trying to do personally, right? And so I do know that it's a slippery slope for performers and for actors. Um, so I my- think
1: artists in general, though, because that's what I've ke- I keep battling with with these people, and I've brought it up a million times. Whether it's the joke I just made with like Kendrick supporting. X, X, X. Whereas, what do mm. I love about, about Kendrick? Is it mostly his rap music itself? Or is it him as a person? Or right. is it both? With with Kanye, I was obsessed with him most of my life. And now, I'm literally having to, like, sever the tie yeah. and figure out. But if I still hear old Kanye, I still get excited. Right.
0: And you want to get so, him some slides that are his uh, size.
1: Stop! <laughs> Those chanclas. Those are the chanclas you wear when you're running out the house and your mom says to go get something from outside. Yeah. Um, anyway... <laughs> it's it's that whole like what do we differentiate do I just cut the person off no is it different with films and movies than it is with music or how connected to the work is that person right and so that's where I was like really glad that you kind of mentioned that to me because you were like actors are dumb and I was like (laughs) (laughs) y'all are I mean yeah I mean some of them are and you'll know but some of them aren't but it's like whoa that's sad how connected that is but also very separate because it's not their work that they created they just Play a role. Anyways, uh, if you have the opportunity to see Rich Kids, I definitely think you should. It's a a pretty fun coming-of-age film for Latino and black kids. Um, We'll
0: see if if something can happen here.
1: We'll try to make it happen. All right. So, how's Miki Minach doing? Bruh. I feel like she's been going through it for a few months. And now I'm just getting concerned because she is just a hot mess. Like, ever since the rap it's only been downhill for me
0: yeah i mean it's
1: i've never been a huge fan but i always appreciate a a female rapper yeah but i've never been a stan and now i'm just like i feel sad for you because you don't know what you're saying you don't know what your brand is and then you're making little kids yell at other people and attack them and saying horrible things to people, and then you're working with Takashi Six Nine, and that beat was kind of good, and I felt sad
0: because I was, was. like, do you were like, Fifi or something, something, something."
1: That video was disturbing, it and was. his mouth is disturbing. And then she got in some more actual beef with Cardi B, and then now she's oh, also. Snap. I didn't know that. Yeah, part. they apparently unfollowed each other on Instagram, and then also now she's beefing with travis scott because she's mad because he has more yeah, listens when, I saw than her. That,
0: yeah when i saw that she was like i talked to travis he knows he ain't got the number one album and i feel like that's someone who really got to a position where they were like look i i i'm able to make a high risk bet because I've gotten to a point of prominence, and y'all can't mess with me. And someone like Travis Scott shouldn't have the number one album. But when it does happen, like I can throw a tantrum and be upset.
1: Right, and, and it this looks is how it plays messy out. As it does hell. look messy. It looks very messy. And now messy. she's canceling her whole North American tour with Ooh, Future. Talk about she needed
0: more rehearsal time.
1: Because the sales were trash.
0: Right, but when you say that it's rehearsal time, girl, what rehearsing? Yeah.
1: What you doing? You can't really dance.
0: The show must go on.
1: My gosh, it's really sad. I actually like, it's, I I don't like, mm -mm. I just need her to sit down. She needs to like reevaluate herself a little bit. That's where you need to stop having yes men around and you Ah, need some people to like
0: get you together.
1: La Miki Minach, rest in peace. The classic video. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to little brown girls in videos that are amazing because La Miki Minach is iconic. My throat hurts.
0: All right, so Eva's throat hurts.
1: Rafa's going to take our final... Well, (laughs) second to last story. What is it? Prison
0: strike. U.S. inmates stage a nationwide prison labor strike over modern slavery. Fight the power. (laughs) Fight the power. I had been seeing, like, some posts on this and, um, like, really getting behind that movement, so... Um,
1: I feel like we don't talk about our incarcerated brothers and sisters very much. And we don't talk about the system that gets them there. Like we talk about the system. Right. But we don't give enough coverage here <clears throat> at Decolores. Like I would like to. Um, to the fact that like these people are just completely shunned from a society and they're just they become not human. Right. As soon as they're in there. So then they're treated like garbage on top of already having to like be in a cage. Right. And myself included, because I think we're literally brainwashed to think of these people as like scum of the earth, which a lot of times some of them are.
0: Well, some of them are, but it's called, uh, I mean, the majority of these institutions are called departments of correctional facilities. Mm -hmm. And so the idea behind all of these things is is that these people will be rehabilitated. And so in my mind, it's it's supposed to be from an approach of we're going to try to help you. And so these things that you did or these these actions that you decided to take and the decisions that you made were incorrect, you broke the law, and this is what we're going to do to try to correct what happened so that it doesn't happen again. But it the doesn't... The truth is... Yeah, it, it doesn't feel that way, especially when you look at the numbers in terms of who gets arrested for what mm-hmm. and what numbers versus like... What the laws that are being implemented are and if they're targeting a specific group. And they are. Yeah. And then like when you look at all kinds of things, if you really want to get into comparisons, it's like, yeah, you (laughs) like I I hate seeing that meme about the legalization of marijuana where it's like, hey, you know, such and such is doing like 30 years for selling weed and such-and-such over in Colorado is seen as a successful entrepreneur who's opening, like, four dispensaries for doing the exact same thing.
1: Right, and that's where, like, we have mentioned prison, I think, on our show a lot, but it's, like, it's so much more than that, and even bringing up, like, that it's supposed to be a correctional rehabilitation, like what are we doing for these people that are still a part of society? They, whenever they're out, they don't know what to do. They're usually can't, they can't vote. They can't can't anything. They have no kind of like human.
0: Can't get a job. Yes.
1: They like, we just completely disintegrate them essentially. And being black and Brown automatically gives you more years than anybody else. And we've seen that with all these young white boys that get to kill people and rape people and do horrible things and get three months. Um, so it's really disheartening. So our our power to these people that are that are doing this prison strike in honor of other people that have led movements within the system. Um,
2: and it was because somebody got killed by a police officer.
1: There was well, there's specific dates they chose for how long when it was planned to begin and when it ends, um, and they have certain requirements that they're hoping for. A lot of them doing are doing hunger strike, basically. Um, I, I want to d- I want to get deeper into this topic and I actually um I have a cousin in prison that I write and he was like, Tell your podcast listeners I said what's up and if they have any <laughs> questions they can ask me and he's he's a Shout little bit Shout out to
0: everyone that we know that's locked up. Yeah, though. truly. I, I'm sure like that we don't we show enough lo- We don't yeah. show
1: enough love and we should and so I, I'm sorry that this took for this strike to be happening for us to be showing love but We do all know somebody Mm -hmm. and it's real and it's heartbreaking and it's sad, but it's like, okay, how do we help these people? How do we still make them feel like a part of society? So this is a big deal and I'm glad to see it happening. Finally, in the lightest of light news, (coughs) are you ready?
0: I think so. What's next? I don't even know. I didn't read the script.
1: Okay, you're looking straight at it. But we're going to do a brief, insecure recap of season three. We have just seen episode two. So by the time this comes out, episode three will have come out. So then we'll do that at the next episode.
0: You know what my favorite part has been so far? Tell us. Listening to this.
1: Can't stop, won't stop. Yes. They have the best soundtracks. Many kids and petty kids. They really have the best soundtracks ever. Um, Because I'm icy. Okay, uh, sorry. It's like still in my head. (laughs) Lawrence is gone, which I'm happy with. I love to see shows about women that are led by women that should be focused on women. And we still get to meet other characters. We still have Daniel
0: true
1: i like daniel
0: I, I like daniel too
1: so you're are you okay without lawrence
0: i'm not okay without lawrence why i, I don't know i just feel like i want i guess i want some more closure oh, i don't know what how
1: I'm, we got a whole episode I know, of closure but i
0: want i want it more in the sense of like <sighs> I don't know. I feel like there's more to the story. No,
1: there's not. It's a tired-ass relationship. They were together for five years. She was depressed and unmotivated and not really doing anything. And the love ran out, and they both are aware of that. And so that's the closure. They had their cute little meeting in the kitchen, which made me cry. And we're going to keep going, and she's going to keep living her life. And I'm happy with that.
0: Because I'm for that, too. Okay. I'm just saying it feels like a, a, the cancellation of it just seems too abrupt for me.
1: And I get that, but it's honestly nice. Cause like, for instance, with sex in the city, when we got Mr. Big all the time, I was like, bro, just hop off the menu for five minutes. And then she ends that. up marrying him and that's stupid and I'm still against it. It's actually kind of good. I actually kind of like sex in the city, but insecure seems really fun to me. And I'm actually pretty happy with where it seems to be going right now. I just love it.
0: It is fun. Um, uh- but (laughs) no there's no but it is fun i like i think um i mean when i when i look at the show it's one of those i don't know like it's we talk about things being like really great mm-hmm. and I don't think Insecure is one of those really great shows right but it's so good because the entertainment behind it like really makes it's you. it's
1: so fun and it makes right, you feel it's it has you natural have,
0: right I have a different kind of fun when I watch that as opposed to when I watch something else like I don't have the kind of fun with insecure that i would with any other things and so that's what makes it unique and so um that's why i tre- treasure a show like insecure right because it does bring out some of these things that i normally wouldn't i don't think i would experience them at all right with and, any other but show. i think
1: that's why it's so important because it is doing this through like black comedy through oh, black yeah, entertainment sure. exactly. through black womanhood you know like all yeah. these different um themes that are really necessary and deserve to be held up to that same standard as yeah. some of that other stuff and that's why it's so good that it's with a company like HBO Because it naturally gives it that elevation
0: Yeah um, And Issa's funny
1: Issa's great <laughs> I honestly like, like when she dive. talks When <laughs> she talks I'm like I feel that Because I would be saying stupid shit like that And I just go off
0: Is it daylight savings time? Did like, that happen already? <laughs>
1: or when she got the drinks And she's like my friend Daniela uh, yeah. Or Danielle. I was like oh my god yeah. Or the Capri Sun in the car <laughs> Like
0: y- Y'all only got Fruit Frenzy
1: Fruit Frenzy Nah,
0: they only got (laughs) food (laughs) friends.
1: Like, it's just so fun. It's, uh, I do feel like they will date. Danielle. I mean, fuck. (laughs) Daniel and Yeah,
0: they have to, of course. But if they
1: don't, I'm gonna be real sad.
0: If they switch it up, I'm interested to see how they do that. But I feel like it's obvious that they're gonna, like, date or whatever.
1: And I also love how they're covering this why these white women at
0: work yeah that we got you that's
1: like hitting a little bit too close Go to ahead. home
0: it's not racist because it's, it's my it's my
1: hand and it's a white hand <laughs> holding like black bro, children bro, essentially and i love that i do wish from like a writing point of view that they would have let her transition into more of this like type of woman that she's become the boss lady because at the beginning she's very like i'm afrocentric i love this and that and now she's like all of a sudden like very white feminist yeah um which is very real life like literally nose on the head or whatever that phrase is i don't know if that makes sense (laughs) but it's so realistic and seeing her friend just kind of become like not an ally or accomplice and just like succumb to whatever the norm is because she got that pay raise is like ooh that's real yeah. um i don't know so i'm really excited to see where the show goes this season all right i believe that is all that we have for el juguito hey. the juice thanks for listening <laughs> all right now it's time for one of our segments that comes up every once in a while that is Dear Eva. I don't know what the song tune is for this. I just made that up. Dun, da, dun. It
2: sounded like a show tune.
1: What it should it be? Ahem, dear Eva. Is that better? <laughs> like, can you sound
2: like one of those people that has that fancy office space with the bookshelves and they're drinking their glass of scotch?
1: Yeah, dear Eva. I did it. Dear Eva. All right, so I'm going to read some of them out and I'll answer what I can. The first one says, Dear Eva what that mouth do that's literally one of the questions that mouth preaches the gospel thank you for coming to my ted talk how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood i don't fucking have the answer sway i don't know um i love <clears> that <throat> thing my music teacher used to make me sing that song um a lot i must like real talk a woodchuck would fuck <laughs> a a woodchuck
0: woodchuck 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 woodchuck
1: yes could a woodchuck woodchuck what is a woodchuck a bird or like a beaver
0: it's like a beaver
1: and they just eat wood
0: they chuck wood
1: gang gang eat wood ding that's our next question dear eva
0: (laughs) that's like a go ahead and chuck that wood
1: dear eva (laughs) why do you make fun of ralph breathing I don't. It's false. And he
0: lies. You do make fun of my breathing. Who asked that question? I'd like to know who's concerned about It's the
1: person who's always repping for you, Mondo. Duh.
0: Appreciate you, brother.
1: Dear Eva, I don't think my roommate likes my cat very much, even though she's adorable. Any advice? Guess what, bitch? Get rid of the cat. Oh, my God. God i just don't like cats very much so um i think i'm being very kind to the cat i'm just keeping my distance and i think that's the key and this is my roommate who wrote in so thanks Uh for writing this to me directly (laughs) i don't hate your cat i just don't trust them and i feel like she's going to kill me in my sleep and literally i shit you not (laughs) at like at midnight or like two in the morning every night this cat will go I like do some wailing meows and i think yeah. she's dying and jessica's like oh that means she wants to play <laughs> and i was like girl it sounds like she's gonna murder me in my sleep and she just like i could record it y'all i'm gonna record it it's scary um you should anyways sorry i don't like cats i'm start i'm coming around though like i sometimes pet her like once every two weeks um dear eva why does rafa hate me Someone literally asked that. Nobody asked that. I, I see it in front of me. Who said that? My roommate. <laughs> <laughs> she's exposing both of you. Is she lit? No, she's not.
0: Oh, she's confused. I hate her cat.
1: Oh my God. Those poor cat. I'm sorry, <laughs> cat fans. Cat.
0: I don't hate the cat. I just, I'm not Ding. fond.
1: I'm not <laughs> no? Okay. Sorry. Uh-huh. I'm just. Do you hate her? No, I. Don't. I'm so glad that dear I Eva's gone off the deep end. I know I don't hate her. And one of my last silly questions was, dear Eva, are you a Mickey Minaj fan?
0: <laughs> Mickey, I
1: Minaj. love the person who wrote this because we literally just talked about Mickey Minaj in our segment, and yes. it makes it that much greater. Um, I like some. Mm-hmm. I like some Mickey Minaj, um and some Nicki Minaj. Um, I'm not a stan by any means. I think she's an interesting character for sure. Um, and then finally, an actual Dear Eva question. It says, Dear Eva, how does one stay positive when la career life ain't working? Ooh, girl, this is like a real ass fucking question and I appreciate it. And I was thinking about something like this recently and I think... The problem is, is that the way capitalism is set up, our career is our entire life, so we don't know how to exist outside of it. And that's really, really unhealthy for us, because I keep thinking, do I really just work my whole life and then die? Like, that's it? I just literally work to survive and then die.
0: I saw a meme that said, so we're just going to sit here and and pretend like life isn't a work for weekend mini vacations like that's so
1: sad and so that's where to me like i i'm saying Mm -hmm. capitalism because that's the first thing that comes to mind as the blame like why else is it set up to where we put so much pressure on ourselves to basically have a career and for us a successful career doesn't feel very successful for not making money which is really sad because i don't believe money is everything but the way the system is set up is That's what we feel we need to succeed. Um, I am very, very career driven. You will hear me say, I don't want kids because I care so much about my career. But we have to remember that our career is whatever we make it and we define what our success is. And that's really hard to do. Um, So I'm not in the field I plan to be on. So technically, I could say my career is going terribly, right? But it's still... What I need, it's still impactful, and I'm making it what I can be for myself. I think the key is to recognize that our career does not define us, and it does not define our success, and it should not define your happiness. I know that's super cheesy and all of that, and it's really hard to just say, hey girl, just don't take it so hard when it's easier said than done. Um, But I think you should take some of those things into consideration because we're all on our own paths and we're not, uh, I can probably ask everybody in this room and say, are you happy with your career? And I don't know if any of us are, and you can find parts of it that make you happy, I would say, but I don't know if anybody is fully a hundred percent happy with their careers. And that's part of, This structure we live in where we don't even get to enjoy ourselves. We don't get to exist. We shouldn't have to be just working for a mini weekend vacation. Life should be more than just work. And I guess that's how I look at it. Does anybody else have any advice for our dear Eva that was actually serious?
0: I think I'm going to call in this weekend.
1: Uh Uh-oh, you should. Don't play with me. You really should. We really should be taking more time to ourselves and to experience life. But the way the system is set up, it's hard to do that because you feel like you're letting everybody down or yourself down or your family down or whoever you have to feed down. And it's wrong. It shouldn't be set up that way. So don't be so hard on yourself. So there we have it for Dear Eva. Thank you for writing in. All right. Now it's time for self-care corner. Corner. (laughs) I like how you looked at me like you were ready. So, our self-care corner was a special request. Does anybody want to share where it's from?
2: I suggested it because Sunday, people ask you how you keep your energy.
1: Oh, I thought you were about to get scary. I was like, ooh, girl, don't ooh, be oh, like talking like In general,
2: you like, go through a lot, and sometimes you maintain your composure, and we sometimes hang- okay well you, like in general you do but i'm saying like that specific time like the friends you were with they were like wow how are you keeping your energy grounded and not letting things get to you and then i saw mean that said our, our podcast friend said bronas posted that said uh, protect your energy right mm-hmm. i think that was what i sent you yeah
0: yeah that's pretty dope
2: so then i asked them i was like hey this should be a good self-care i listen to a
0: lot of drake
2: just because i think this is something that sometimes people don't know how to do or we don't
1: yeah,
2: me specifically.
1: <clears throat> I appreciate you sending me that way. I mean, sending me that, sending that my way, Jesus Christ. Um, because honestly, I don't, sometimes I have the answers and sometimes I'm like, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of wh- who I am and how I do things just came as a means of survival because if not, I would drive myself mad. Um, but protecting your energy itself is something a lot of people don't dissect. Um I think we don't realize our own energy and what we radiate. So what does your energy mean to you, Rafa? Um who
0: who I who I am and who I see myself as.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh being able to
1: Is it a physical thing?
0: I feel like it's a like my physical embodiment is is like a representation of that. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily completely because I think everyone always has, you know, an idea of, you know, what they are and what they'd like to be. And mm-hmm. I feel like the energy that you are is, is, I don't know, it's sensitive. And I feel like people protect that and, and do that often yes. and do that on the daily. I know I do. Same. Um, and when you let your guard down, it it can be scary and you're mm-hmm. vulnerable, but Oof. um, yeah, it, it's it's tough.
1: It is. So to me, uh, an energy itself, because you'll hear people say that like, oh, good vibes, good energy, dude, right? And it almost can become like a joke, but it's really to me, energy is everything. Energy mm-hmm. is a aura. It's your attitude. It's your feeling. It's your your wave. It's your vibe. It's all those cheesy ass words you want to say, but it really is like maybe not a physically attainable thing. But it's who you are just reflected. Mm -hmm. And I think really just knowing that and knowing what kind of energy you have in general is very key to that. Because then you know what you need to protect. If you don't know who you are, you don't (coughs) know your identity, you don't know what kind of energy you give off, how the fuck are you supposed to protect it? You don't know what's good for you and what's bad for you. If you know this certain kind of person drains you... Protect your energy. You already know that this person might approach you with some trash shit. Then be ready. You have your guard up ready to go. And you're not going to put as much energy into them because you know not to take them seriously. So I think really being very, very um, practicing self-awareness and really knowing yourself, which is a hard thing to do because a lot of us are still figuring it out. And I think you always should be because you should always be evolving. But really... Be confident in who you are and comfortable with it, even if you're a shitty person. <laughs> know that. Know that. Because you still, you probably got that way by protecting your energy. Um, and I want to say, obviously, we want to have mostly good energy, but it's hard to get that way because we all live different experiences and lifestyles and such. Um, but it's going to be different for me how to protect your energy than it is going to be for Rafa and his lived experiences. than it is for you, Pat, to have your lived experiences with how to protect your energy. But my, my key to everybody knowing that is knowing what your energy is or what it, you want it to become. Um, I, I love myself a lot and I'm grateful to say, be able to say that because some people can't, um, But having that already means I'm not going to take shit because I do love myself a lot. So why am I going to allow myself to stoop to a lower level when it's not good for me? If you know this person or this situation causes you anxiety, prepare in advance. Um, I'm starting to lose my voice again (laughs) or it's just hurting a lot. So I don't want to keep straining it. But I hope that's helped you with how to protect your energy a little bit. Really just learn to love and value yourself and know your energy. And it's okay. Ow. (coughs) You're going to have good energies and bad energies sometimes. But know yourself and love yourself to not accept anything less. And to be okay with wanting respect. It's a simple concept that we don't always get. That is our... Self care corner of the week. I'm gonna let Rafa lead the <laughs> next few, so I don't lose my entire voice. It's allergy season again. I'm pretty sure that's why this is happening. But we had a really amazing event a few days ago. We did. Gray Space Orgullex happened, and we had an incredible turnout.
0: Take it away. Take it away. Do you know where that's from? I
1: don't know where that's from. I'm a young baby. <laughs>
0: We did. We had a really successful Gray Space pop-up art show. Um, A big shout-out to Lex Trevino, Mariconex, and Artitude um, for helping us with that. But we had more artwork than we have ever received before for any Gray Space pop-up show. It was amazing. So that, I mean, we had to scramble. But um, it's one of those things that I and Eva and Pat will gladly take on. Because it lets us know that, you know, that there's a need and that we're really out here working and we're mm-hmm. trying to make sure that, you know, uh, we provide that platform. So a big thank you to everyone that came out, to all of the artists who provided artwork. Um, every single one of the pieces that was presented in the show was amazing. And, you know, we can't, we can't stress enough the appreciation that we have for artists that are willing to share their work, their voice, and, and you know, their feelings with with the work that they present uh, with us here at, at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center and with Decolores. so a big thank you to the artists a big thank you to everyone that came out um, it was really cool to meet some people we had you know we had Jazz Hands was in the building <laughs> big shout out to Jazz Hands and her photoshopping skills mm-hmm. we had um, Nemo and Ghostface Glitter holding it down um, and we met. I mean, I don't even know how many people we met that we hadn't known before, and then the people that we have always come through that always show us love. Well, you be my friend? Was in my build in the building. In, in, in your my, building. My, my building in the building. Eighty eight killer was in the building. My Kim folk DFW. Shanice Swab and Ashley.
1: Literally all the these building. amazing guests came through. Yeah. all these amazing Luna, listeners.
0: Kevin, oh Luna, Luna, yeah, Luna, 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 Luna people was in the were building. Ojalano uh, was here. Ojalano, Instagram name. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a ton of people so it was really cool uh both sides were really full both sides were like full. the whole
1: center was so full i started sweating because yeah. it was hot
0: yeah so you know in the gallery side we have you know the oc3 art show that's currently on display the oc3 retrospective show and then we had a pop-up show on the other side and through the hallway but it was full
1: it was full we
0: had people showing up we had giovanni show up we had mondo cindy Andrea show up we had erica show up we had Uh, All kinds of people, and and I know there's a bunch of people that I'm leaving out, and I'm not doing that on purpose, but a big shout-out to everyone that helped us make Grayspace Pop-Up Art Show a success. A big shout-out to everyone from Artitude, Lex Trevino. A big shout-out to people that showed us love, that weren't able to make it. For
1: me, it's been incredible, because this is our fifth installment (coughs) of our Space Art Shows, and it's been incredible to see the growth because with each art show i feel like it's grown bigger and bigger and And our first one was really successful like we started really well and now it's like it's just tripled
0: right and And every time i mentioned to a few artists i said you know it's really cool to see the things that we're doing like Really pick up momentum In terms of Where our city is going And where our community is going Because it's not And and I don't specify Dallas Because it's not limited to Dallas It's not limited to Oak Cliff Like I don't know How much artwork we got That wasn't from here Right We've got some We got some artwork from Oklahoma We Mm -hmm. got some artwork from El Paso I believe Yeah,
1: the Valley And so
0: And and from the Valley And so it's really cool to see that Because it lets us know Like what we're doing is working And you guys are listening And at the end of the day Like I'm happy to work you know, and and sit here and lift your voices and just see
1: people's like seeing themselves right that's like that's what
0: we right that's what we do and so yeah and i had mentioned to a few artists i was like man it it was really cool to see like the success of this show because now you know pat and eva and myself are gonna go back to the drawing board and be like okay well we you know how are we gonna up the ante Mm -hmm. how are we gonna make gray space more impactful how are we we gonna make big
1: honeybee do a live performance and she's amazing there was just so much good energy and i really like because i i with with these communities that we we do these shows for i want to make sure that they feel recognized and mm-hmm. and know that it's not about decolores colores and the De colores name it's really about you all it's your work it's you
0: getting displayed it's
1: your hard work and your passion and your story that we want to tell. Um
0: yeah, and I think in that's, this way. And that I mean that that idea kind of follows us you know when we meet people and when we talk to people that ask us what we're doing and we're like, Yeah, you know, we do decolores but so do the people that we interview, so do the artists right. that we work with, so do the people that stop by, it's so do the people us. that support us. Because every one of you is decolores. Mm. So
1: you want me to read them all. You can shout them out right. real quick. So Angela Faz, a friend we. of the show um,
2: Amy Zappian, also a friend, Maribel, Rubio Calici de la Cruz, Adolfo Hernandez, Jayla Wilkerson, Jam Yu, jo- Jeffrey Valadis, Kel Heinsen, Marco Sacedo, Roberto Garcia, Sonia Costa, Vic Honeybee, Nemo, Marlene Nunez, Joshua uh, Hasatug Andrew Kochi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing some of these names right. Uh, Gabriela, Michelle Rodriguez, Justin Favela, Favifa. (laughs) Wow, he sent us a little
1: taco video and I was living. And Victor.
0: Robert Garza, Victor Ortiz.
1: Mm, Yay. Thank you all for participating. Thank you for sending your work in. And I can't wait for the next one. I kind of want to make the people vote on it. Like, I feel like, ooh, we've done a lot of big... Stig, I was about to say stigmatic, and I don't even know if that's a word.
0: Oh, you think that's that Catholic Ill-matic? stigmata?
1: Oh my god, that's that Catholic I'm literally back. so scared of that.
0: Like, <laughs>
1: you're not quoting the movie. I am wow, bro, that movie. I don't think anybody's watched it since 01. won.
0: It's been a minute.
1: Okay, so <laughs> contagion and stigmata <laughs> watch party. Uh, <laughs> yes, all dark sided yes. Um so we have upcoming events but i can't tell you yet but they're gonna be
0: amazing
1: because it's just it feels good like i feel great things coming i know the fair is coming
0: that's not fair because you hate the fair
1: i don't hate the fair i'm just not obsessed with the fair I just
0: like i would totally be fine if it didn't even fucking exist
1: is that how i talk Because I hate myself if that's how I talk
0: (laughs) That's not how you talk
1: Thank you Um Um, we have a lot of exciting events coming. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to give you as many details as I can when I get them and they're finalized and ready to go. But we have some really exciting things we have planned and want to make happen with you all. I've heard y'all want another live event. I heard it three times this weekend. I was like, can y'all chill? I'm tired. But I was also like, oh, y'all really down for us. Cool. You ain't down. I'm down.
0: All right. I bet. would do it
1: at least two more times before the year's over.
0: Okay. Are you down? i I stayed Oh wait, no way. Wait.
1: Wait.
2: I'm down. You're down. Okay, great. So, <laughs> let him just check his planner and
0: Yeah. Um I have like 3 a 3 hour window between now and wow. Christmas.
1: Damn. bruh. that's so minimum. <laughs> Christmas? Christmas. Um all right. So that's our upcoming de colores events. Mm-hmm. Now it is time for our brown business of the week. Our brown business of the week this week is Where's the drum roll? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, oh, la madre. <laughs> Encanto pops. pops. I had never been here because I thought it was a gentrified <laughs> paleta shop. And maybe it kind of is because it is in the gentrified area of Oak Cliff.
0: Hentified.
1: Whew, oh. Gentified. You're right. But these paletas are really good. <laughs> And I was like, damn it, because I usually just go to my fruteria or just wait for my paletero to pull up. And I'm like, what's up, gang, gang? Let me get one of them arroz. Gracias. And I just roll out. But I went with my friend and I was like, oh, my God, this is really good. And it was like a fresh strawberry paleta. It's really cute inside there. It is located at
0: 831 West Davis Street, Dallas, Mm -hmm. Texas, 752080 Cliff. (laughs) it's right
1: next to spinster records they're really tasty they are obviously latino owned um the family is from ciudad juarez shout out Babaleckis. um they're really good if you want to buy your little fancy bougie pops go to it here they're really honestly really delicious it's really cute they have chocolate they have chamoy they have cute little things i'm trying to
0: try this they got a an avocado mango that I'm trying to get put on. They have a gancito paleta. Yo, on, huh?
1: th- bro, everybody knows a gancito paleta is a gancito in the freezer you put in there. Your dad left yes, in ma'am. there from last year. They're good, though. They're good. They
0: got a cucumber, lime, jalapeño one. Let me, hold up. I'll be right back.
1: BRB. Pause
0: the recording, Pat. I'll be right back.
1: Do, 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 do anyways go check out encanto pops i feel like most of our listeners probably already have i know a lot of you were telling us to do them and i finally got to try it and i was like this place is actually really delicious and it's super cute so go get you an encanto pop or support local paleteros because they're the real mvps am i right yes now it is time for quien tienes con de coco Um, go queen of who you got. She's adding more
0: more and more.
2: (laughs) For his. They got a new single coming out. He'll talk about it in a little bit. Um, so I wanted to highlight Mula. I know Babaleckis and Song Mess have shouted them out multiple times. I really like Mula. They released a new song called Sirena. It's a banger. Close out your summer with some of other um, cumbia electronical songs. They're from the Dominican Republic. It's three women. Um, they're going to be releasing a new song here um, next week with, let me see if I can pull it up.
1: You sound like Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj.
2: (laughs) (laughs) El 31 de agosto, Van a uh, tener un canción nuevo con Diego Raposo called Desconocidos. So, Mm. um, all all their songs have been really great. Bangers, I know. Um, Richard had the privilege of having them on Songmas and I was really jealous. So... Hopefully I get to see them one day. And then this weekend, I'm going to go see Chancha Villa Cerquito by by the time this episode comes out. I keep
1: thinking you're saying my mom's nickname, Chincha. By the time (laughs) this episode
2: comes out, I've already seen them. So hopefully if everybody's there, they can say hi. I'm really excited about this show. So yeah.
0: Cool.
1: That's who I got. First of all, how dare you?
0: Wait. How dare you? What are you talking about? Who
1: wrote Nickelback on my Who You Got, you nasty trolls? (laughs) It ain't me. I I know it's Rafa. I I know it is. He has his actor face on. Uh, You can't break me. I studied acting too. I I am an actress. Okay. I ain't
0: even on there.
1: Nickelback, offensive. Go on.
0: Um. Goldwater is my who you got. Thank you. Bye.
2: Goldlink? <laughs> so it's water that's gold or gold slick Is vodka. that what happens
1: when you um
0: <laughs> gold <slick vodka. laughs>
1: Sorry. Okay, go on.
0: I was on Spotify as I am often and then uh caught up came on this song by Goldwater. Uh dudes from London, Canada. Not London, London. What the
1: hell up? There's a London Canada. Yeah, I didn't
0: know that. I looked him up and I was like, yeah, London, like, you Canada. About to make me feel dumb. Yeah, this dude's Canadian. Um, but he's got like some chill, bassy, electronic, uh, melodic, jazzy. I don't know how many words I could use you to describe him. They're dope. Uh, so this song caught up was really, really good. Um, it's not very long and it stayed in rotation in the past three days. Um, and so I. I Keep some of his other music and it's really dope. It's really chill. Uh he just released an E P heartbreak two months ago. Um so peep it. It's pretty dope. I've been vibing vibing with it. I've been protecting my energy with it. So
1: Okay, boo, na- you better na- protect na- that energy. Na- me, you, know, you
0: know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking
1: about <laughs> I'm honestly very proud of you. I don't know if you're <laughs> kidding or not, but that is a that is a way to get you in a oh. specific kind of energy. Oh,
0: yeah. Um who is i'm just now reading the script who is your who you got why are you like this what do you what hey, you
2: didn't mention um oh my God, those
0: single oh yeah i'm sorry oh my God, those has the new single coming out um protect your energy
1: six 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 yeah <laughs> wow we are so, outing ourselves as heathens so. damn i'm so sorry mom i really still love the beat him i really <laughs> do metal oh my god this is what happens when my throat hurts (laughs) every time every time (laughs) Say say say. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works in Spanish, is it? Is that sure. what they say? I feel like the heathens probably have a. Cantinas. <laughs> no, Pat. I'm gonna have to stop you there.
0: Pat's That's late. it.
1: That's the end of that what's segment. In, what's in
0: Pat's drink? <laughs> <Rafa laughs> I'm
1: drinking lemonade. But if I wrote Nickelback on my Who You Got, and I'm sad. <laughs> so who you got, Eva? Not Nickelback. I've never liked Nickelback. Are I, they hated from or Nickelback? I hated Canada. I hated those groups even before even it was cool to hate, to hate them. I was a hipster right. hater okay um she was a hipster before hipster was coined no Yikes. pat you invented it. with pat as your sister henny you were naturally a hipster coming out the womb
0: pat's a chipster get it right
1: Ooh, que la madre. um so <laughs> i'm gonna tell you guys Chicano hipster. you never heard of that that was on this show yeah um she's all offended now mira chicanx
0: hipster sorry
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Tex. okay. <laughs> I don't have a who you got because y'all already know I be up on my old playlist, gang. I'm still listening to too much goddamn reggaeton. Uh, listening to all these people that will never know about my existence, protecting my energy. Not listening to Nickelback. Watching a lot of films created by people who aren't represented in film a lot i already told you all that last episode but i watched crazy rich asians and i cried and believed in love for like an entire three hours real talk my tweet was real wow um because the movie was like two hours and then afterwards i was like wow i still believe in it and then it like fell off once i got a dick pic and i was like (laughs) i didn't ask for this um so you know real life stories and i think we should support them and protect your energy along the way make sure you're Soaking in the things that are good for you. Am I right? Ding. Jesus Christ. All right. So that about wraps up the show for us here at Day Calories Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on our social media. Subscribe and leave us darn review you're literally making it peak and i'm so sorry for y'all's ears (sighs) peekaboo go in there and write us a review please i want to read them because i i'm not kidding when i'm saying like at 2 a.m in the morning when i'm sad i go and read them kind of um we'd love to keep growing so please share it with everyone you know people you think could grow with us if you want us to go out to an event or want to book us you can do that that's a thing i know my website's not up yet but you can totally message us and we can work something out where we're, i think we're really reasonable and we're a lot of fun and we're great to work with and we can make things happen um we're both like uh, we have a theater background so like we I mean, you know. can have mime shows we can recreate the <laughs> selena movie what we can dance we got we're a package okay um please share this with everyone you know like your cousin that everyone thinks is kind of weird let us know what your favorite part was tweet us or just hit us up we love hearing from you all we could not go on without your support tell everyone you love to follow us at the colores co if you enjoy our personal thoughts you can follow me at eva arreguin rafa at exile that, was, that good. was good i'm actually really good at that but my throat actually hurts right now and pat at aragin, i think everywhere i have trust issues i don't know what she no is that's anymore. what it is just just, just spelled out the dot out. on twitter dat dat we promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly a platform for your voices and work to be lifted our theme song is cumbia anthem by el dusty my voice is dusty our audio editor is jason ramirez and contact us on any social media or email us at thecolorescollective at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and join us again next time for De coloris radio
0: oh my <laughs> god so. bye no the
1: radio love you bye the de- de- Colores radio